0: My family and loved ones, they raised me up. You know, I needed money to be able to get my transplant. I needed money to be able to get my um, post-transplant medications. I didn't have it. I didn't have papers. You know, So I rest on the shoulders of so many people who poured into me, who poured love into me, and money was raised, and I was able to get my transplant. And for me, I dedicated myself and said, if I can make a change for just one person.
1: My name is Ivan Yegier. Uh I'm the founder of iWing Marketplace. And mm-hmm. on iWing Marketplace, you can search for uh, products and services that is authentic products and services in the African, Caribbean and African com- American community in the U.S. and all over. So as an additional Product of iWin Marketplace, we do chat with entrepreneurs who are doing amazing stuff. And Ia is one of those entrepreneurs, <laughs> a social entrepreneurs that is just doing fabulous stuff. And Thank this you. is the, you're welcome, this is the Kidney Month, and we're celebrating with so many different activities. So, Ia, there will be people that will, will watch this for the first time. Can you please introduce yourself?
0: Sure. So my name is Iya Bekundo-Guanatella. Um, I'm a kidney advocate. I've been doing so for a long time, for at least 15 years. Um, I'm also a kidney warrior. I've been dealing with kidney disease um, for about 32 years with kidney kidney disease. So I think I have a little bit of knowledge, you know, talking about this, about my experience. And also our nonprofit has been around for about actually 10 years they say it's gonna be 10 years you wow, know? That, so, interesting that's right
1: yeah, yeah.
0: yeah you know so that's why we're going all out we have a soccer tournament coming up i'm sure we'll talk about that later you know so um um ivan here invited us to to share a little bit about how we go about doing this, you know. So I'm, I'm honored to be here. On the side, I, besides nonprofit management and carrying out this um, that, um, promoting, you know, kidney work, um, I also am a lecturer, I teach research and tech. Um, I'm also a business consultant, you know, we won't go into all of that, but if you're interested, you can always PM me, you know, and I'll be more than glad to, to tell you a little bit more of, of who I am. Yeah. But I'm, ta- I'm here as a kidney girl. I'm talking to <laughs> Ivan as that kidney girl. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: Right. This is, this is amazing. I'm not just a kidney girl. You have mm-hmm. a very, uh, valuable information with you, you know, having run an organization for uh, 10 years or more. And, you know, Mm -hmm. our goal is not only to be at the forefront, but to pull others so that we can all level up. And that's that's just what we are about to do. You know, you're going to be sharing with us some insights of how you've successfully managed this organization for 10 years so other people can benefit from it. Thanks so much for accepting to do that. So, but before we start, there are some young graduates and people coming out, you know, from school that may want to venture into an NGO that's a non-profit organization, but they don't usually know what it's all about. So can you just give us like a concise uh, definition of a non-profit and the functions?
0: Wow. Um, If you want to run your own non-profit organization, the first thing that would have to drive you is passion. You know, you have to really love what you do. You have to believe what you do. That would be your main drive. Running a nonprofit is not easy, especially when you are at the forefront, especially when you are the owner. It's different when, you know, you're getting hired. Like, you know, let me say my staff now, is different from them. But if you are that vision bearer, it's, it's going to be very, very challenging. Because that's not all, funding is the key thing. Every time you talk about nonprofits, it's funding. Just like with any business, it's funding. It's not, you have to have people who believe in your vision, who believe in your passion, who believe in that change that you're trying to make. A lot of times, nonprofits are working to either correct a certain ill in society or bring about change. It could be, you know, some kind of positive social disruption that they want to fix in society. You know, so a lot of times not everybody would see that vision right away. You have to present it in sub- to people and make it in such a way that they understand. Is it always easy to do that? It's not always easy. Because like most of the time, I'll say this in Pigeon, if something ever hits you or bites you, you need to know how it feels you know so even as much as we talk about say kidney health and stuff like that most of the people that support me are people who have been impacted by kidney disease one way or the other a lot of times you know so it's hard for people to actually relate who have not been impacted either by somebody who is close to them or around them or just something in general you know that is life-changing you know that's, so, that's-
1: that's totally true, right? Yeah. I just, I, I want to interject a little. I love that point that you've made, that it has to be something that you've gone through, mm-hmm. and then you've learned about it and developed passion for it, so yes. that can now push you to go out and do, like, what you're doing. I mean, yes. for my case, yeah, <laughs> for my case, we grew up in an environment where my parents were doing uh, small businesses, my, my aunts, you know, everybody in the family was a small business owner. owner. And, and we were able to go to school from all those small businesses that they were running. running. And I saw how that changed life. So, like, mm-hmm. one of my passion and one of my drive is always to support people to start from somewhere, no matter mm-hmm. the kind of business that they are starting, even if it's a small catering. Because right. as year goes by, you develop the knowledge that will now be able for you to grow and do bigger things. Yes. So, but I clearly see you have drive and passion for, for what you're doing. What but you what do. really motivated you? Because a lot of times people go through stuff and then they just, you know, don't want to talk about it. But you are different.
0: Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, in, let me just complete my thought from the other question. Yes. Yeah. So, when, when you have that passion, because it can get really challenging your passion will see you through, you know. The love of what you do and the desire to make that change is what is going to see you through. Now, to your next question, Ivan, what motivates me, you know, to come back and, you know, to look back? I think it's love, you know, and um, the love that I've had from mankind, from humanity, you know, a lot of people stood by me. I rest on the shoulders of so many people you get you know in my case my community stood by me my church stood by me my school my college at the time stood by me fellow students professors my pastors my family and loved ones they raised me up you know i needed money to be able to get my transplant i needed money to be able to get my um post transplant medications i didn't have it i didn't have papers you know so. I rest on the shoulders of so many people who poured into me, who poured love into me and money was raised and I was able to get my transplant. And for me, I dedicated myself and said, if I can make a change for just one person, I still remember the time vividly when I became intentional and said to myself, I have to make it better for somebody else, you know? And I also realized that, you know from the culture that we, we 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 are raised from where we come from there was a lot of stories going on oh yeah this yeah that yeah get i think sick. maybe not person in witchy you know all this kind of all this talk 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 Can you imagine she's sick she wants to take a kidney from her mother this is that she's already dying why should they you know so i knew there was a lot of misconceptions a lot of talk i knew that you know what I'm going to take that responsibility and educate my community and teach my community. It was a learning experience for all of us, for so many of us, you know, wow. for me, for my family. And I knew I had to, you know, spread the light a little bit more, you know, in our community. And that is my driving force. So I think it's, it's love and the desire for change uh, to make it better, you know, for the next person, you know, yeah.
1: Well, it's amazing what you're doing. I mean, you're not only um, operating in in the US, I see you're operating in Cameroon and you're extending your help to other countries, if I'm not mistaken, but tell Mm -hmm. us, how have you been able to do all of this, you know, operate in the U.S., in Cameroon, at the same time you have a full-time job? Are you a superhuman or what?
0: No, <laughs> no, no. Certain things suffer, as you might know, as a result, you know. Um... But it's not easy. I'll tell you that. Um, It's not easy. When we started, it was a very small team, you know, but we've had some help. We have staff on the ground now in Cameroon, you know, and collaboration with other organizations also makes it a little bit easier to extend and expand, you know, um, and structure. When you start to develop, you realize that after doing this for a while, you start to develop structure or uh, your organizational structure and policies and things that you can do and implement and that carries you on you know over time so that has been we have evolved you know from when we started we have evolved and slowly we have found our own niche you know like when we started there were a lot of things that we did here but we started going back home and realized that you know what our impact reaches further in Africa than here you know so we will try to reach out more a little bit over there and reach out to the people who need it need our services and our support the most so we started establishing structures in Cameroon we realized that, you know, patients, the auxiliary services that patients need, not just the dialysis itself, but how to live well with kidney disease, with kidney failure. So we started developing um, nutrition plans in Cameroon, therapies in Cameroon, counseling, you know, patients. We realized that patients don't get their routine labs. We we, we started um, um, a discounted, a, a service where we provide extremely discounted um lab tests you know no i'm sorry we we where we we provide lab lab test testing you know at a very discounted rate you know so we started to do that we see where the need is and then we touch it we started with a nutrition a food security program you know because we saw that patients were all struggling struggling just to pay for their treatment pay for all these things maybe we can help them so that they can live well you know so that they can live well you know so we we introduce the food security program you know so we evolve along the way we didn't just start off right away and saying that oh this is what we're going to do and stuff as we go on the need as the need arises you know we tackle it we take care of it you know so that's what we've been doing another thing is funding Funding is tricky i know you want that you would like to know about that Sure. for somebody like us you know i know a lot of um has been out of pocket you know but we have some uh, we have a lot of support from the public People like you who have attended our events, you know, and supported us in one way or the other, you know, and we have small, small grants here and there. You know, we're still working on being able to land a big grant, you know, that would support us. But that's what we've been we've been doing. You know, we have some dedicated, that, that's, that's and loyal patrons. Yeah, yeah. That,
1: that's amazing. I, I, I really say kudos. You know, you're doing a fabulous job, and. We one will do it for us, and we have to do it through, you know, means like this, you know, through NGOs that are, you know, serious, like like what you're doing. And I see that you have a good number of activities coming up uh, for the kidney month, the green campaign. Can you tell us more about those activities that will be going on this month?
0: Yes. So we actually have a series. Right now we're doing a um, green campaign. Um, We have screenings on the ground, you know, so on the 11th, we have a walk and talk in Boya from 7 a.m. at Bongo Square, you know, and then um, on that same 11th, we are asking everybody to come online, to wear green, post a picture, you know, and tag us, you know, just to help spread awareness. You know, you can take a picture with you drinking water. We've been talking about water today. Um, We also have a lot of screenings on the ground, I'll post them. We have a screening in in Douala coming up. We have a screening in Boya. You know, in Boya it's from 11th, 12th and 13th. Um, Douala is from the 20th and the 21st. Um, Yaounde it's on the 13th and the 14th. And then we have a soccer tournament in Limbe from the 21st to the 28th. Alongside screenings. So there's going to be screenings in Mimbe from the 21st to the 28th. All those dates is going to be in community field. And this charity soccer tournament is a way of bringing the community together, you know, and also, you know, spreading awareness, making them aware of their kidney health, you know. So it's going to, it's a great idea because it brings the love of the people, what the people love the most, you know, people like soccer you know, so we decided that we're going to challenge them with the soccer tournament and at the same time, remind them of their kidney health, you know, so we merged two loves, you know, together to make this event. And that for us would be something that commemorates our 10 year anniversary as well. So I'm very excited about that. Um, yeah. So, oh, that's that's nice. Will
1: there be some, some dance? Will there be some soccer?
0: Uh, I have to talk to my boss, you know, uh, we're working with Jella Kwan Sports Academy, you know, we, we, we could, we, we reached out to them to help us facilitate this program on the ground. So I have to, he's my boss right now. So um, I'm going to talk to him if there's going to be some soccer. You know. <laughs> That's nice.
1: So yeah. before we go, uh, this is a moment where you have to give the best tips, you know, for running a successful NGO just like you're doing for all those out there that want to start up their own NGO?
0: Um, I would say um, you want to be committed. I already talked about passion. You want to be passionate about what you do. You want to be um, committed and structured. You want to be organized and have some structure to all that you do. You know, a lot of us when we, especially with non-profits, when we start it's again it comes out of passion but with passion you have to put it together with your business strategy okay even in nonprofit, you want to strategize you want to know the kind of who is your target audience you want to know where you're possibly going to be getting funding for from who you're going to be reporting to you know so you want to develop that so make a business plan of your own create that you know and go from there and um you also want to, I would say re- reporting is key, especially in something like nonprofit. And I say this to say, for some of us who depend on the public for donors and stuff, you want to be able to always report and give back you know, information because these people are investing in you for the impact that you want to share. So you want to always inform them, you know, so communicate you know, inform them of the impact that you're creating because of their donations and and and, and support, you know, and um, and stay optimistic. You're going to have challenging times, you know, but stay the course, you know, it, it often gets better. You get the experience out of it, you know, and you continue to get better. Be You choose the right team, you know, choose people who, know what they're doing you know who who believes in your vision and um, invest in them as well you might have to train them a little bit you might have to go out of your way to make them see your vision yes yeah, so you would have to invest in your team a little bit more as well you know so that's what I would I would like to to say to anybody who is coming on yeah
1: wow that that's some wonderful sound tips you've just shared with us. And I see uh, the name just disappeared, but people taking notes, that's wonderful. That's why we love what we do, because we know we're creating good impact, you know. Well, thank you so much for sharing this uh, vital information. Continue to inspire us. We we are also very happy to support us, you know, iWin Marketplace is one of the sponsors. Yes. Yeah. It's amazing.
0: Yes, thank you. <laughs> so, I, I couldn't appreciate you more for coming on board this. I mean, um, you put your money where your mouth is. Thank you.
1: We are always <laughs> happy to help and you're doing an amazing stuff. You know, Iwin Marketplace, we are not only about business. We support health initiative. We support initiative that brings people together. So keep doing what you're doing and everyone out there in Dwala, Limbe, Take advantage of all this that EA Foundation is offering. I know a lot of time I've seen that happen, you know, when there are free activities going on, be it education or health. A lot of us, people of color, Cameroonians, Africans, we usually don't like to take part. In New York where we give free lectures for, you know, how to start up business, how to improve your communication. Most of the students I had were Latinos,
0: Wow. just
1: about one African student, and we make sure we reach out to the community, so we have to do better. Please, go out there, whoever is watching, share this video to your friends, relatives, so that they can go out there and take part in this initiative. They will learn a lot from it. Thank you so much, Eya.
0: And, and I know, just want to say, you know, March is the one month that we do all our screenings for free. Usually when we go out there and screen, it's usually at the discounted rate of $1,000, which is like $2. You know, but in March, we're giving it all for free. And when I talked about the screenings, and when I talked about having the right team, I have been blessed with somebody who is watching right now, Miss Weller Langwe. I always sing her praises. She's right there. You know, she's my legal counsel at the EA Foundation. She does a lot of stuff for us. She's a board member. And, you know, I thank you, Wille. And, you know, yeah. So you wanna get the right team and the right people on your corner, you know, just to go back. And I just wanted to say, you know, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Ivan. And yeah, share, guys. Thank you.